0: Welcome to Ecclesia Principles, a biblical strategy for believers to engage in God's design for government with Ray Efford. Hello, glad you could join us again today. Today, we're going to start another Ecclesia Principle. Again, Ecclesia Principles are principles from God's Word that are essential for societies, for governments, uh, to function effectively. God's Word is the foundation of truth. It is the foundation of righteousness. And if we're going to have a positive impact in our world, in our culture, in our society, in our government, then we need to understand principles of God's Word that are important to implement. Today... Uh, this, this one will be a little bit different. We have referenced it in the past, but we have to build a bridge of trust. We have to build a bridge of trust. Now, with this, what the bridge of trust does is create a situation where you can make changes, in all honesty. One of the illustrations uh, and why the term bridge is used. If you are driving along, and especially, let's say, if you're more in a uh, a rural area, and there's an old bridge there, you will see the weight limit, 10 tons, 8 tons, whatever. That bridge has a weight limit. The bridge of trust has a weight limit. Let's just uh, use a couple examples. You know, if somebody came to ask Uh, or let's put it this way, if you went to someone to ask for some money, hey, I left my wallet at home, Uh, hey, I need this now, can you help me out? Well, at this point, how well you know each other, how strong the bridge of trust is in that situation, there's some people that, hey, they'd loan you $100, $1,000 right then because they know you. There is a solid bridge of trust. But if you went up to a stranger, then they might not give you $20. They might not give you $10. Why? It's not because you're not a good person. It's not because they dislike you. There's no bridge there. There's no bridge of trust for that money, if you would, to move across. The bridge of trust determines what can be transported, what can be communicated, what can be shared, what changes are able to be made. How do we get from one side and, well, if we're on both sides of the issue, how do we build a bridge where we can actually come up with a solution? The bridge of trust is essential to that. Now, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 19 says this, A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city. A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city. Now, with this, let's get away from what I would call the uh, principle of offense. In our world today, there are people just looking for things to offend them uh, because it, quote, gives them leverage. I'm not talking about that. This verse in Proverbs 18 is not talking about offense being used as a tool of manipulation. This is talking about really a heart level being offended. It, it is a reality, not just a ploy, not just a, a, um, a, uh, not a trick, but it's, it's not a tactic. A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city. You see, with this, if we're going to solve the problems of this world, then we have to seek to be able to come together in truth. Now, we've got to keep all those points together. Seek to come together in truth. But so much of our culture today, uh, one who offends <laughs> uh, in some circles is uh, applauded, is celebrated because they offend. They're willing to offend. They're they're not. Uh, they don't care what other people think. Well, um, that is not a good trait for relationships. I would like to quote uh, Dennis Peacock. Uh, his his statement is: Love runs on rails, like train tracks. Love runs on rails. There are things that if we're going to get along, we're going to have a good relationship, we're going to be able to work together, there are rails that that has to run on. And if you would, those rails help create that bridge of trust. Now, Matthew 24, 12 tells us that because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Now, at that point, when love grows cold, trust drops. You know, I was listening to the news the other day, uh, and, I mean, I'll be honest with you. It was, uh, it was when the FBI uh, shot the man in Utah that had threatened Joe Biden. Uh, right now, my level of trust regarding the administration is extremely low. It's extremely low when it comes to those things. Be honest with you, my level of trust with the FBI is very low because of things I've seen happen. You know, um, a while back they found uh, that uh, the cocaine on the White House property, it wasn't in the White House itself, but there's a number of buildings and even streets that are all considered part of White House property. And the thing of it is, is you know, all of those areas have cameras on them. They they have to. Uh, They're they're not going to not have cameras. But yet, nobody could find who put it there. Okay, come on. Uh, You know, and that case got entirely dropped. There is no way in this world that they didn't see who put it there, but yet the case was dropped, which basically what that tells me is whoever put it there, they didn't want that person uh, caught, indicted, implicated, whatever. They just didn't want that. And then you've got the gentleman uh, that got killed. Obviously, the things that he did threatening uh, the president are wrong. They're absolutely wrong. And I'm not saying that he did not need to be arrested. But I also saw that they went into his house at 6.15 in the morning. And I don't remember his exact age, but he seemed to be an elderly man. Now, I haven't seen all the details of that, but there's just a whole lot of questions that come from that about an elderly man Obviously, he was doing things wrong. Arresting you, I understand that dynamic, but how did he? How did you have to kill him? Hopefully, hopefully the truth will come out. Hopefully, uh, it was legitimate from that standpoint. But because of track record, the level of distrust is high. And at that point, he says in Matthew twenty four twelve because of lawlessness. In other words, not being bound by by law, by principles that people know, understand, and, and know that's right. Know this is right. That when that's broken, it causes love to drop. Well, trust and love will actually go together from that standpoint. If If a society, if an administration does not function by law, if it does not have, you know, boundaries that it lives within that are obvious, if it is just doing whatever is most beneficial for us in the moment, then the love, the trust will diminish. It will not be what it should be. And at that juncture, so many people you know, why, don't understand why the people do not trust the government right now. Well, the problem isn't the people. The problem is those in government and how they're functioning. They're not being bound by rules or laws or principles that people understand to be right. They're doing whatever is the most beneficial for them. You see, ultimately, trust is the superglue that holds all relationships, all systems, all communities, and all nations together. Trust is what does that. When you see a society, take our nation right now, the diminishing of trust is what causes things to splinter. It's what causes things to split into factions. Because at that point, you know, this group cannot trust this group to act in a way that is honorable for all. They can't trust this group to not seek their own benefit at the cost of their group. These things cause a society, a culture, to begin to splinter, to begin to disintegrate. Trust is the key thing that has to be built today. And, and the bottom line is that when people find somebody they can trust, then they'll go over and above and beyond in those types of situations. But when trust is not present, then it becomes very difficult to do anything because there is no confidence of what's going to come from the other side. Again, a brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city. The difficulties that we face in our nation right now, it's it's going to be difficult to win that. And if we are going to win it, then we have to do it on the basis of building trust, building confidence in what we say, that we do what we said we would do, that we follow through on things, that we're not just seeking our own benefit. See, ultimately, what this comes down to right now, and in all honesty, a lot of us as Christians should be excited right now. And that is what this nation needs right now is a group of people that function in the love of God that begin to function in relating to the people of of this nation on the principles of Jesus. Because this has the opportunity to be our finest hour if we will begin to demonstrate Christ and his love. Now I'm not saying Christ and just uh, uh, the, the, the Jesus that a lot of people think is in the Bible. I'm talking about the Jesus that is in the Bible, that Jesus. This is a time that the opportunity for that, because the world doesn't know who to trust. The world doesn't know who to turn to. Basically, every sector of society is offending them. And I'm not, again, not the, the, the ploy or the manipulation. I'm talking about Trust is being diminished across the board in so many different ways. Today is one of the biggest opportunities that the body of Christ, the Church of the Living God, has had for us to begin to live by the principles of God, but also share that love, reach out to people, build a bridge of trust with them. And if we will do that, I believe that we will see a lot of great things happening. This is our time. This is our opportunity. God bless you.